Hello and welcome to the Business English Podcast, your go-to resource for mastering the subtleties of the English language in the business world. I'm your host, Rob, and together we will navigate the seas of business communication. Whether you're a rising professional, a seasoned executive, or simply eager to brush up your skills, you've come to the right place. In this episode, we're diving into a topic that can take your professional English communication from good to absolutely amazing. I'm talking about conditionals, a mighty tool in the English language. Now, conditionals can help you express a range of situations and outcomes in your business communication, which makes them an indispensable part of your linguistic arsenal. But wait, before you start imagining a boring grammar lesson, let me assure you, this is anything but. You'll find today's exploration of conditionals to be not just a lesson, but a lively adventure into the fascinating mechanics of English in a business context. In this episode, part one of our three-part series on conditionals, we'll uncover the power of zero and first conditional. Trust me, once you've mastered these, you'll notice an immediate change in your ability to express complex ideas more naturally and confidently. We've structured today's episode in a way that allows you to learn, practice and apply. You'll hear plenty of contextual examples in typical business scenarios, and I'll encourage you to repeat them out loud. It's not just about understanding, but also about getting your tongue used to the unique rhythm and melody of these phrases. And if you hang around until the end, I'm going to be going into even more contextual detail with the zero and first conditional. I'm going to give you a couple of phrases that you can be using in meetings, presentations, interviews and questions. So grab a notebook if you want to jot down some notes or just sit back, listen and let the power of zero and first conditional seep into your business English skills. Let's get started. But first, fire up the jukebox. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently and with impact with your host, Rob. From Energetic English, let's get down to business. All right then, as we embark on our journey into the vast and exciting world of conditionals, let's start by building a solid foundation. Now, you might be thinking, what exactly are conditionals and why should I care? Great questions. Simply put, conditionals are sentences that describe certain conditions and the results of those conditions. They help us talk about possibilities, speculations and consequences. It's like having a superpower to see different timelines based on different choices. Now, doesn't that sound like a neat trick to have up your sleeve? In English, there are four main types of conditionals, but today we're focusing on the first two, the zero and first conditional. It's not a battle of superheroes, I promise, though they do have their own unique powers. The zero conditional is all about facts and general truths, while the first conditional is your passport to the future, allowing you to discuss possible situations and their outcomes. The beauty of conditionals is their versatility. From the break room to the boardroom, conditionals are everywhere in business English. They're in the instructions your boss gives you, the promises you make to clients, and even the small talk you have with your colleagues over lunch. 
But don't take my word for it. By the end of this episode, you'll be spotting conditionals everywhere, like a true Sherlock grammar detective. And not only that, you'll be creating your own, enhancing your business English in a way that gets you noticed. So, tighten your seatbelts, because we're diving headfirst into the world of Zero Conditional. Okay, it's time to open our first chapter, The Zero Conditional. Sounds like a thrilling spy novel, doesn't it? Well, while it might not involve espionage and high-speed chases, it's certainly just as impactful in its own way. The Zero Conditional is your go-to when talking about universal truths or things that always happen under certain conditions. The structure is straightforward. If or when, followed by a present simple condition, then another present simple result. For instance, if you heat water to 100 degrees Celsius, it boils. This is a universal truth. It doesn't matter where you are or what kind of water you're heating, the result is always the same. But let's translate this into business speak. Imagine you're discussing routine procedures at work. You might say, when we receive a new project, we always have a kickoff meeting. Here, the kickoff meeting is as certain as water boiling at 100 degrees Celsius. It's what you do every time, no exceptions. Now it's your turn. Try repeating the following phrase. When we receive a new project, we always have a kickoff meeting. When we receive a new project, we always have a kickoff meeting. Good. Now, obviously, feel free to change it up using your own work routines. Remember, practice makes perfect here, and in this case, also helps cement your understanding of zero conditionals. But the zero conditional isn't just for routines. It's also for industry-specific facts. For instance, if you're in software development, you might say, if users find a bug, they report it to us. This isn't a one-off occurrence, but a standard process. Let's practice that too. Repeat this one after me. If users find a bug, they report it to us. If users find a bug, they report it to us. Nice. Okay, so once again, don't hesitate to swap out the words and make it fit with your industry. Right, now you are fully conversant with the zero conditional in business English. We're now going to take a leap into the future with the first conditional. Buckle up. Now, before jumping into the next section, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that if you wanted to get more out of the Business English podcast, then that is possible. For example, full transcripts complete with timestamps so you never miss an expression, phrase-focused one-pages to quickly refresh your memory before that next last-minute meeting, pronunciation support to assist with the trickier elements of business English, live read-along transcripts, quizzes, and much more. If this sounds like it could be useful, then the Business English Podcast premium subscription could be for you. Check out the details at the link in the show notes. Right, on with the show.
Okay, well, once again, congratulations on conquering the zero conditional. Now let's move one step forward into the exciting realm of the first conditional. Don't worry, we're not time travelling, but you'll soon see why I call this a leap into the future. You see, while the zero conditional is rooted in the present and in facts, the first conditional is all about future possibilities. It's like having a crystal ball, except instead of predicting the future, you're expressing what will happen given a certain condition. The first conditional uses if, followed by a present simple condition, then will or won't with the result. Imagine you're leading a team and there's a crucial project to finish. You might say, if we finish this project on time, we will meet our quarterly goals. Here, you're talking about a future possibility and its potential outcome. Ready to practice? Okay, repeat after me. If we finish this project on time, we will meet our quarterly goals. If we finish this project on time, we will meet our quarterly goals. Great. And remember, you can always swap out the elements to fit your own work context. Practice as much as you need to. But it's not just about positive outcomes. The first conditional also helps us discuss possible negative consequences. For example, if you don't clarify this issue, there might be a misunderstanding. It's like gently waving a caution flag, alerting your colleagues to potential problems. Okay, let's try that one out. If you don't clarify this issue, there might be a misunderstanding. If you don't clarify this issue, there might be a misunderstanding. Good. Remember, the goal here is to get comfortable with the structure and usage of the first conditional. So there you have it. You're now armed with the knowledge of the first conditional. From planning future actions to discussing potential outcomes, this versatile tool is here to take your business English to the next level. But hold on to your hats because we're not quite done yet. Up next is our scenario section. Now that we've mastered the theory of zero and first conditionals, it's time to put that knowledge to the test. While I may be your solo guide on this journey, that doesn't mean we can't make this an interactive and fun experience. So instead of a traditional roleplay, we're going to dive into a narrative, painting a vivid picture of conditionals in action. Imagine it like a little bit of a radio play. And don't forget to repeat the examples out loud. Okay, picture this. You're in a bustling office setting. You can hear the rhythm of the tap-tap-tap of the fingers on keyboards, the distant murmur of colleagues discussing their latest projects. Now imagine you're in a meeting with your team leader, Alex. Alex says, If we start the meeting on time, we'll be able to cover all the agenda points. That's the first conditional right there in action. Alex is discussing a future possibility and its result. Let's repeat the sentence. If we start the meeting on time, we'll be able to cover all the agenda points. If we start the meeting on time, we'll be able to cover all the meeting points. Okay, the day progresses and you're chatting with your colleague Sam by the water cooler. 
Sam's sharing some wisdom about the office. When you keep your workspace organised, you tend to be more productive. That's a zero conditional, a universal truth according to Sam. Let's repeat that one. When you keep your workspace organised, you tend to be more productive. When you keep your workspace organised, you tend to be more productive. Okay, now remember these conditionals aren't limited to these examples, of course. You can create your own sentences, fitting your unique work scenarios. So, why not take a moment today to recreate these scenarios in your own context? You'll be surprised at how well you've grasped the concept when you apply it in the way that is meaningful to you. Okay, so as we near the end of our adventure into the world of zero and first conditionals, let's take a walk down memory lane and revisit what we've learned. The zero conditional, our fact expressor, is perfect for talking about universal truths or routines. It's as straightforward as saying, if you smile at someone, they usually smile back. Remember, it's if or when plus present simple then another present simple result. Now, let's just flex that little zero conditional muscle. Repeat after me. When we meet our targets, we usually celebrate. When we meet our targets, we usually celebrate. On the other hand, our crystal ball into the future, the first conditional is ideal for discussing future possibilities or their outcomes. It's your secret weapon for proactive planning. As in, if we land this contract, we will expand our team. Here, it's if plus present simple, then will or won't, plus the result. So, show off your first conditional prowess here and repeat. If we land this contract, we will expand our team. If we land this contract, we will expand our team. Great. A quick tip here before we wrap up. Remembering these structures is important, but the real magic happens when you start using them in your day-to-day -day conversations. So be bold and adventurous. Experiment with different scenarios and outcomes. Conditionals are like clay. They can be molded to any situation. And with that in mind, in the next section, as promised, I'm going to give you a whole host of examples for meetings, presentations and interviews using the zero and first conditionals. Okay, as mentioned, in this section, we're going to be doing a lot of listen and repeat for various different business contexts using the zero and first conditional. For both sets of conditionals, we're going to be looking at three key areas within the business world. They are meetings, interviews, and presentations. So firstly, let's look at the zero conditional in these three contexts. Meetings. Arriving on time for meetings shows respect for everyone's time. Arriving on time for meetings shows respect for everyone's time. Preparing for meetings enables you to contribute meaningfully. Preparing for meetings enables you to contribute meaningfully.
Listening attentively during meetings helps to avoid misunderstandings. Listening attentively during meetings helps to avoid misunderstandings. Taking notes during meetings allows you to refer to them later. Taking notes during meetings allows you to refer to them later. Following up after meetings ensures that everyone is on the same page. Following up after meetings ensures that everyone is on the same page. Interviews. Dressing professionally for interviews makes a good impression. Dressing professionally for interviews makes a good impression. Arriving on time for interviews demonstrates punctuality and reliability. Arriving on time for interviews demonstrates punctuality and reliability. Answering interviewers' questions honestly builds trust. Answering interviewers' questions honestly builds trust. Asking questions of your own shows that you're interested in the position. Asking questions of your own shows that you're interested in the position. Following up after interviews demonstrates your interest in the position. Following up after interviews demonstrates your interest in the position. Presentations. Practicing presentations beforehand increases your confidence. Practicing presentations beforehand increases your confidence. Using clear and concise language makes your presentations understandable to your audience. Using clear and concise language makes your presentations understandable to your audience. Using visuals to support your points makes your presentations more engaging. Using visuals to support your points makes your presentations more engaging. Asking questions of your audience ensures that they are following your presentation. Asking questions of your audience ensures that they are following your presentation. Ending your presentation with a call to action leaves your audience with something to think about. Ending your presentations with a call to action leaves your audience with something to think about. Okay, now let's look at how we can use the first conditional in those same three contexts. Meetings. If we work together, we will achieve our goals. If we work together, we will achieve our goals. If we come up with a plan, we will be able to implement it. If we come up with a plan, we will be able to implement it. If we communicate effectively, we will avoid misunderstandings. If we communicate effectively, we will avoid misunderstandings.
If we share our ideas, we will come up with better solutions. If we share our ideas, we will come up with better solutions. If we listen to each other's feedback, we will be able to improve our work. If we listen to each other's feedback, we will be able to improve our work. Interviews. If you prepare for the interview, you will be more likely to be successful. If you prepare for the interview, you will be more likely to be successful. If you ask questions, you will learn more about the company and the position. If you ask questions, you will learn more about the company and the position. If you follow up after the interview, you will demonstrate your interest in the position. If you follow up after the interview, you will demonstrate your interest in the position. If you send a thank you note, you will leave a positive impression. If you send a thank you note, you will leave a positive impression. If you offer to stay in touch, you will keep the door open for future opportunities. If you offer to stay in touch, you will keep the door open for future opportunities. Presentations. If you practice your presentation, you will be more confident. If you practice your presentation, you will be more confident. If you use clear and concise language, your audience will be able to understand your presentation. If you use clear and concise language, your audience will be able to understand your presentation. If you use visuals to support your points, your presentation will be more engaging. If you use visuals to support your points, your presentation will be more engaging. If you ask questions to your audience, you will ensure that they are following your presentation. If you ask questions to your audience, you will ensure that they are following your presentation. If you end your presentation with a call to action, you will leave your audience with something to think about. If you end your presentation with a call to action, you will leave your audience with something to think about. Wow, that was a marathon of listen and repeat. Although some may say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And after such an intensive session of the zero and first conditional, we've really made a positive impact and some great leaps forward with the professional use of conditionals. Now, that's a wrap for today's episode of the Business English Podcast, but a big thank you to you all for tuning in and venturing with me into the realm of conditionals. Today, we've discovered the truth-telling power of the zero conditional and peered into the future with the first conditional. But remember, our adventure doesn't stop here. 
In our next two episodes, we'll continue to unravel the world of conditionals, focusing on the second and third conditional. We'll explore hypotheticals and regrets, and trust me, it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions and revelations, so make sure you hit subscribe and don't miss out. I also invite you to practice what you've learned today. Use your zero and first conditional in your emails, your meetings, or even your casual office banter. Remember, language learning is a journey, and every step you take makes you better than yesterday. Keep exploring, keep practicing, and keep shining in your professional life with your ever-improving business English skills. Until next time, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.